0: Please listen carefully.
1: And now, live from the attic that smells like a basement in McKinney, Texas, it's the
0: Assuming Positions Podcast, featuring two guys who bring forks to medieval times Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Assuming Positions podcast. Kevin over here, and Mikey over here. And today on the podcast, it is time for the Nerd Alert for July twenty
1: twenty three. Fireworks! Fireworks!
0: This is coming out after the Fourth of July, so we hope you guys had a great Fourth of July weekend to yeah. our American yes. friends. Any of our listeners in other countries, it was just like another day in July.
1: Hope you had a good barbecue and a pool day. Yeah. <laughs> don't
0: don't need a holiday to have that. Yeah, right, right. Hope it was good. Tuesday for you
1: <laughs> there in Norway. Oh, but be careful because it is officially uh, Indiana Jones face-meltingly hot outside.
0: It is here in Texas, that's for sure. It is very, very hot.
1: So drink your water, stay hydrated, be good. <laughs> drink your water. Stay inside and read. Don't go out into the mm-hmm. devil sun. Watch out for wasp is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's copyright. Uh, yeah, probably, probably is. <laughs> Anywho, uh it's Nerdler's time, which means that we go over to the Nerdler's desk where Mikey has all the latest nerd news. for us this month, which is July, like we just said. Oh. This is stuff to this is stuff
1: about going like going to the movie theaters, playing some video games, reading some It books. is a
0: summer blockbuster time, isn't it? It
1: is. It's yeah, stuff to stay inside and stay out of the
0: heat because who, buddy? They put out the Avatar movie that makes money and I don't know who goes to see it. And they still they're still on the docket for five more. We've talked about Avatar before, right? We uh, have. And how like we never see anyone cosplay Avatar. Nope. We never see people with Avatar stickers or nope. t shirts nope. or any- they do
1: make a bunch of merch. Like I have seen like a ton of Avatar. Right, but and- I
0: never see anyone in it. Nope. We go to tons of conventions. I've never seen anything Avatar at a convention ever. Nope. And it's it's something that should have a fandom. Yep. Because it makes tons of money. Yes. So people are going to see it. And it's it's sci fi. <laughs> I think it's I, a it's pure most, spectacle. It's the like, most bizarre thing ever. It's so bizarre to me. It's I, so I cannot think of anything else like it.
1: It is it is very bizarre. And I would say it's not even a fandom, it is just pure spectacle. Like it's an event. Like because you don't see people cosplaying or wearing this stuff, but right. it still makes a ton of money every time so, it pops up. I
0: mean like I don't know who goes to see it because even like I can think of like other things that have their own fandoms that aren't even in the nerd wheelhouse. Yes. Like if I said NASCAR to you. Yeah. You had a visual in your head of a guy with his NASCAR shirt and and, you you have they have a look. They have a thing. They have a A real housewives fan. Yes. Right. But (laughs) I get whatever. Like you said, they have the merch, but who's buying it? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Picture in your mind an avatar fan. Why is my mind a blank? Yeah, it's
0: weird. That's what they. That's what they should have done in Ghostbusters. <laughs> Usually just think of an Avatar fan, and then there would have been no Stay Puft Marshmallow. There would have been nothing. It would have been nothing. Maybe James, a giant James Cameron, would show up. <laughs> Ray, if somebody asks you if you're a fan of
1: Avatar, say no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even weirder because, like I said, the sequels are still planned. They just interviewed Zoe Saldana, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be making Avatar till I'm like 52." Cause it's going till twenty forty six or something like that. She's like, okay, so I guess they're having fun.
0: But it's weird. I mean, there's like these weird niche movies that, like, like fifth, your favorite Fifth Element. Yes. That I see more cosplays of.
1: Yeah. I see more cosplay of Tank Girl, which is super, super, right. like really niche of a time and niche yeah. for that time. Yeah. I've seen more cosplay of that than I have for Avatar. right.
0: Yeah, maybe we're just going. Maybe there's an avatar con. There's a YouTuber I there's a yeah maybe there's a YouTuber I follow named Sophie Lean. Yes, and she like literally is the tank girl. She has her like hair pretty much done like that. Nice, but, that, but she she like goes around to like tank museums. And awesome, like, and 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 rides on tanks and to only talks about tanks.
1: That's great. Her
0: whole deal is like I'm super into tanks and I'm a girl. I'm a tank girl, so I love tank girl. It is so. She's like real life tank girl. But is
1: she, she's actually a fan of the comic as well or just the idea? By the
0: way, her hair is cut. She's got a buzz cut with like a little, like I like it. Tuft in the front. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Shout out to her. (laughs) Anyway. So what, what, what do we, what do we got? Uh, we this
1: is the uh, uh, Avatar nerd alerts. We're talking about Avatar <laughs> yeah, for the next right? forty five minutes, <laughs> and why it's so weird. Now um, we're gonna get into some trailers because you know that's how that's how Mikey rolls. Yeah,
0: but so what you see before the blockbuster movies the trailers.
1: It. That's how I know where to spend my money this summer because that's another weird thing in here. But there's so many like it is summer blockbuster season for sure. But you said weird and quirky movies, and I saw a weird and quirky trailer, so I had to mention it because right. that is a lane of film and cinema that. I will always support. Mm-hmm. This one is The Chosen One. And mm. this is a series done by based on a graphic novel called American Jesus by Mark Miller. Yes. Mark Miller is a huge nerd yeah. name because uh. he is a writer that has done for people that don't know his biggest works are Marvel Ultimates. Yeah. Marvel Civil War, which mm-hmm. is the whole Captain America movies were based on. Yeah. Uh, he's responsible for the old man Logan story that Logan is based off yep. of, which was part of his Wolverine run, and then he did independent stuff like Wanted, Kick Ass, and Kingsman: The Secret Service. Right. So we're talking about like tried and true comic book professional.
0: Yeah, Mark Miller for sure is uh, is in the uh, pantheon of the living legends. I would call him.
1: Yep, and this is weird, quirky. Media, because this is a series that's going to be telling the story of a 12-year-old boy that essentially Jesus come again.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I've thought of that before. He's supposed to come back. That's it.
1: (laughs) That's always the thing, like, oh, like, if Jesus came back right now, like, what would blow his mind or, you know, what would be the craziest thing? But watching this trailer, like, it's talking about the, like, supreme... I don't want to say supernatural, but the mm-hmm. supreme divinity of right. the power of Jesus like yeah. given to a person.
0: It's kind of a, it's a teaser trailer more than anything. Right? Yes. Yeah. I was trying to get, I haven't read the graphic novel, so mm. I was trying to get a pin on it, but it was just, it was a lot of stuff happening.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of quick shots. Good trailer because it gives you a yeah. vibe. It gives you a sense. Mm-hmm. You get an idea of like points they may hit,
0: but as far as like where they're going, don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like it's Jesus Christ Superstar.
1: No. <laughs> I didn't see a Technicolor dream code in there yeah, anywhere.
0: That's a that's a different musical, but yeah, that's a. <laughs> if you're familiar, are you familiar with Jesus Christ Superstar and the yes. movie that came out? Yes. Yeah, that's that is the that is the same kind of thing. It's modern day, and then there was like black. Wasn't there a black exploitation movie, Black Jesus, something like that? I know they did that for Wizard of Oz. They did so the Wiz. They did the Wiz. No, there was some black exploitation movie in the seventies. I would imagine that had a, it was bizarre. Yep. All that 70s stuff, so bizarre. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar makes me think of the 70s, too.
1: I had to do... We had to study that as a, for a project in college because when I was going for music, just because yeah. like the music of that is so weird, and because it has like so much religious connotation in it, mm-hmm. and it's so 70s, they're like, right. we're going to try and find any sort of answers in studying this weird piece of property. That's cool. Um, but this looks a little different. This looks more along the lines of the stuff that I've been really digging lately, which is... They brought Watchmen back, mm-hmm. um, and they did that as a series on Showtime. And they're doing The Boys, and they're doing these sort of like adult, not grimdark in a sense, but just sort of the take a trope, flip it on its head, and poke at it mm-hmm. and see what happens. Like,
0: like Sweet Tooth, Sweet Tooth. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. They, they're like they're mining graphic and all. You know what? I I'm willing to bet that this is Walking Dead. Absolutely. I don't want to call it Fallout. Fallout sounds like a bad thing, but you know, yeah, the classic thing that they do in Hollywood and other places is like, well, oh, if this is successful. What else is like that? Yeah. And then they start digging, digging through. So it seems like they've been digging through graphic novels.
1: And it gets us away from the thing that was causing me burnout, which is like superhero group has a MacGuffin. Right. Goes yeah. and rescues their partner. Beats the bad, saves the day.
0: Yeah, it is a way to still be in the comic book store without doing superheroes. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. for a variety. Not, yeah. I mean, there's I love those, the ones I just mm-hmm. described
0: very simplistically, mm-hmm. but there's a time and a place and a yeah.
1: duration for them,
0: you know? Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, man, it seems interesting. I'm intrigued because I've always thought of that. I've always thought about, like, well, if he came back, where yeah. would he come back? And, you know, would it be? It's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The thought experiment, it's like the people that say you go back in time to kill Hitler, it's like it's a, you what? know you never do that. you see, but there's some people like what? How could you say that?
0: No, you don't do it. If it's Jesus first, came back, what first, would happen? First mistake you made. <laughs> <laughs> there's that whole thread. Was that on Reddit? Oh, probably. Yeah, there's a whole like no, well, I don't remember. It's just somewhere online. I don't know if it was a joke or what. What it was exactly? But yes. there's some kind of like it's supposed to be a forum of time travelers. And, ah. like, and it was like, hey, guys, I just went back and killed Hitler. And they're like, oh, don't do that. Now we're going to have to fix it. And they're like, why don't... You know, and it's <laughs> like everyone does that the first time.
1: <laughs> were you the one that told me the theory that the the reason the Titanic sank is because time travelers all showed up to see the Titanic sinking? No, I didn't of tell you that. them showing up caused the Titanic oh, to sink? Oh, that's funny.
0: How's that for a, a- paradox rabbit hole and kind of uh and kind of relevant now with the crazy submarine thing that just happened there you go so with the speaking of james cameron getting angry all about that wow he got real mad about it i
1: i can imagine because i mean tragic event for sure but i mean you're there's people that are out there doing that as safely and Mm -hmm. securely as possible Mm -hmm. for the good of like science and humanity
0: you know Whew. Crazy, And I've mentioned it on the pod before, but I love mentioning it because it came from Neil deGrasse Tyson and I love him. And he blew my mind that he said, mathematically, time travel is possible, but the time machine has to exist first. Yes. That means once time travelers show up, someone just invented a time machine. Neat. Yeah. And then you can only go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you can go back to the time where the time machine was invented.
1: That's what I'm saying. So once the time machine becomes invented, that's, a, that's your...
0: That's as far back as you can go. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Just to negate or, you know, to prevent negating the universe. (laughs) Exactly.
0: But apparently you can go forward through the time machine if that time machine is there in the future. Yes. The the time machine has to exist, which is crazy. I think it's cool. I don't know why no one uses it because I've never seen that used in time machine things before. But it's neat to me that that, the thing has to exist. Yes. I mean, just has all these possibilities.
1: Yeah, because if you posit the idea of going back in time, that means that the time travel device has been present in that time period, yes. which means that it had to have existed and been yeah. made in that time
0: period. It's interesting.
1: <laughs> oh, now it's we're, it's the time travel episode. Sorry, Avatar, we have found a new set. <laughs> it's turn alerts. It is. Uh, but yeah, The Chosen One, Jesus is Coming Back. That's going to be on Netflix at the end of August. Mm-hmm. August 16th. It's going to be 6 episodes, so kind of like a mini series, which means I think they're going to be able to do it justice. Uh but Mark Miller, man, he he does he writes some good stuff, so he's he the main reason I'm excited for it. Yeah. The other trailer is kind of a silly but uh, really in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Timothy Oliphant is back. Ugh. And he's going to Detroit actually in Justified: City Primeval. <laughs> Primeval, Primeval, Primeval. Yeah. That'd be the French Quarter. <laughs>
0: is there a French Quarter of Detroit?
1: But yeah, Timothy Oliphant's back is Raylan Givens. And did you watch, so this is a continuation. This is a bringing back a sequel of the old Justified show that was on FX from like 2010 to
0: 2015. I didn't watch that. I know you did. Yep. I'm a fan of Timothy Oliphant for sure, though. Mm-hmm. I, he's good in everything he's in. Yep. And, like, all the cool
1: stylings of Cobb Vanth that he was in Mandalorian, that was all just practiced and rehearsed on the set of Justified, Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Mm Because essentially what it is is just good old-fashioned afternoon TV, the the TV that comes on before dinner time, before the prime time block. But it's a modern-day Western. He's kind of the sheriff that takes no gruff and isn't afraid to punch people, but he's the good guy, you know, like Longmire, which I had an obsession with recently. Mm -hmm. So Justified is coming back. Uh, He's going to Detroit to take on just another crime overlord. They don't really give a name yet. But it's interesting because I forgot that these were based on old Elmore Leonard actual Western books. Oh, yeah? I always thought the show was just like, hey, we're going to make a new cowboy show. But they did they're giving it the Reacher Jack Ryan. It's actually Mm -hmm. taking really established classic Western character and giving him his own little world.
0: That's cool. Is that is that is Justified the show he was working on where he tells Conan the crazy story of like a real gang war happening while they're shooting? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: (laughs) And it actually might be this series of it because Yeah I think so the production of it got shut down because there was gang activity. Right. And then they had uh, like incendiaries thrown on set uh, yes. that never exploded, but they, like they had to shut down production because it was Detroit and they
0: were filming on location. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to know what we're talking about, go find Conan O'Brien's podcast yes. with Timothy Oliphant. And he tells the entire story of in the middle of them shooting this show, mm-hmm. a, a gang war breaking out around them. And it is... It is riveting and scary, but it's told so well between two guys who are genuine friends, which is a weird friend combination. Yeah, uh, the tall, gangly crew, yeah. though. I can see it. But it's riveting. Yeah, <laughs> For that alone, watch the show. Yes.
1: <laughs> and I, I really think the main reason that this trailer was so high on my feed is because we've been talking about posses and Red Oh yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah. and now all my devices know it, so... But this is, if you're looking for good Western-style media, Justified it is hard to beat. And the fact that they're making more, it's all the same crew. Most of the cast coming back, they are dealing with new characters. Mm-hmm. But looks like it's going to be a good time. Eight episodes on Hulu, made by FX, uh, coming on the 18th of this month, July oh. 18th.
0: Cool. Kate? I got Hulu. Sounds like know. something I should watch.
1: Right. It's it's Cowboy. It's Timothy Oliphant just being yeah. a cool gray sheriff. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And then one more trailer getting us into because of anime. We've been talking about anime on all my devices, too. So they've yeah. been giving me uh, headlines about anime. But an awesome trailer. The live action one piece has <sighs> now been put before
0: us. I know. It's crazy. It looks so colorful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So what are your thoughts cuz I think out of the two of us I'm the bigger one piece fan so
0: I know very little about one piece okay. so I think I would probably be good to watch this mm-hmm. without any I, I I know it's been around forever it's like almost a legacy one at this point it's a little bit after cuz my window was in the 90s and it came I think late 90s is when it came out like started in 99 mm-hmm. Um, which meant it hit around here around 2000 or so, and it's been running ever since. As far as the anime, I yes. know the manga has been around for longer than that. And what I know about it is, I know it's about like pirates, and it's one of the it's it's one of like the I've seen it here and there, and it's one of the ones I would say not really for me because it's one of the ones that gets super silly and yeah. weird and bizarre, and it's the one and, and it has like the you know I don't know what to call it. The there's all these shonen jump vibe. What is it? No, these the crazy like uh, the you know the crazy anime faces. The you know the crazy (laughs) over exaggerated, over exaggerated. Everything's like everything's bizarre, extreme, and like yeah, Yeah. it's yeah, it's a lot. Uh, (laughs) It's a lot. One Piece is a
1: lot. I get it. Not yeah, in scope and in tone. Yeah, yeah. It's very high energy, but you're uh, like. I don't know. That's why I'm sold on it. It's just, it's pirates, and it's pirate shenanigans Mm. for as far as the eye can see. But I'm only a casual fan because, like you're saying, there are 105 volumes of the manga. Mm. There are 1,066 episodes of the (laughs) anime. A 1,000 episodes. I don't care how much you love something, that's an endeavor. That is. So I've seen parts of it. I've started it to get, like, you know, catch up to where we're getting with this live action because that got me all excited for the property again. So I've made a dent in it but I haven't finished it. Right. But the trailer looks great. Like I said, it's super bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. It does seem to retain some of that over-the-topness that isn't doesn't seem as aggressive as it does in the anime. Right, right, right. It's still like we're talking there are CGI stretching and rubbery effects that I think everybody was worried about, but reaction seems to be pretty good about it. Right. It is comical, but it's supposed to be, you right. know. But it's a pirate crew about the, the essentially a boy, Luffy, he wants to be the king of pirates. And so he's like, what do I need first? Okay, I need a crew. What am I my crew going to do? Go find the king of pirates and become the new king of pirates.
0: It's such a simple setup and It is, and it's supposed easy. to be it's supposed to be silly. It's a comedy. It's supposed to be a comedy. Yep. And th- that's the thing is that it's done in a way that the Japanese sensibilities is super funny. Yes. Cause there's a, uh, it's not that I don't don't exactly like that stuff. I don't know. I know technically there's like a name for that. Mm-hmm. But like there was one I used to watch way back in the '90s called Ranma One Half, mm-hmm. and that's very that has a lot of the similar kind of over the top crazy vibes. I, I my um, two cents would be it
1: just it has, it, call it shonen. Yeah, but yeah, but
0: one piece is like Ranma One Half turned up to eleven. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a lot. There's a lot of screaming and yelling and <laughs> arm flapping. And, yeah. You know. well,
1: yeah, Dragon Ball Z is all screaming and yelling yeah. and arm flapping. Sailor Moon is all screaming and singing yeah. and arm flapping. So, yeah, yeah they're, they each have a little bit of that. I get what you're saying. It's not that I don't
0: like it. It's just a <laughs> lot.
1: <laughs> well, we see how it goes when it's live action because everybody in this seems like they are on point. You can go find all the fan-made, like,
0: here's the character and here's the side-by-side. Yeah, I saw someone put together the trailer. They found all the scenes in the Oh, anime nice. Okay. That, and put them side-by-side with the trailer. And it looks like um, an, an animatic for uh, the yeah, movie, really. Yeah. And I kind of like that they do that kind of stuff. Yes. Because to me, it's like, I I don't know. It's kind of cheating in a way because they do do animatics and things like that for movies, storyboards. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like, well, it's all exists. Why don't we just use it? Because it's kind of like we're just kind of copying (laughs) but doing it live action. Face it, man. You're just a tracer. It's like, you know? But why not? I don't know. That would be uh, AI
1: art, Kevin, and that's bad. AI (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, you got to add style to it. You got to rotoscope it or something. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Well, like they are adding style to it by having costuming and True. sets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. One Piece looks good. I'm excited for it. I think everybody else is
1: excited for it because it kind of overshadowed that Avatar The Last Airbender also put out uh, first released images. Mm-hmm. And that didn't seem to get any buzz because everybody was too busy talking about One Piece. Mm, yeah. They're like, Avatar's already existed. You messed it up. I'm trying to bring it back. Quit messing with it.
0: Wow, man, it's got like mess up stink all over it.
1: That's it. And one piece having that much of a lore, I don't know. That seems like a bear trap waiting to happen. I know
0: you're right. But 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 it's a good it's a good way for us to tell everyone the positron way to approach things. Yes, you know, be a fan. If you're a fan of it, then you should root for it. As opposed to, it seems like people who are fans of stuff. They like are waiting to tear it down, Mm -hmm. but we're telling our positrons and it's kind of a better way to live your life is like, I'm a fan of this thing, so I want it to be successful. Yeah. yeah. So instead of dragging it down with the things you don't like, let's try and push stuff up with the things you do like. I'm totally with you. Yeah. uh,
1: Don't be the Rick and Morty show me what you got guy. Just be like,
0: I'm ready to be entertained. Exactly.
1: I'm ready to soak up what you're putting down. Uh, and then, one last thing in little teaser tidbit news is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, already talked about on Nerd Alerts. But oh, yeah. They God, you won't stop talking about it. I know, and I probably won't until it comes <laughs> out. And then maybe not even then. But they put out character posters for this. And seeing the character posters actually got me more excited than the, all to do so far because it's all the old toys that I used to have. Uh, all the, like, side characters in the cartoon are coming back, and it makes me realize, oh, this is somebody that, like, watched, like, loved the same aspect of Ninja Turtles that I mm-hmm. did. Because we're getting all the weird, like, side characters, like Wingnut, Genghis Frog, Mondo Gecko, Scumbug, Baxter oh, Stockman. Wow, that's
0: really... Leatherface, oh. Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady are yeah. a classic. Which one's your favorite, Bebop or Rocksteady? They're like the Bert and Ernie of...
1: Yeah. it And they're both based on music, so I can't really pick one over the other, but I do like the pink sunglasses of well, Bebop one, the one, pig. One's
0: a rhino and one's a boar, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Pig, and, pig and a rhino. Yeah. Bebop the pig and Rocksteady the rhino, who is voiced by John Cena. Oh. And uh, Bebop is voiced by Seth Rogen. <laughs> So Seth Rogen and John Cena as two tanky bad guys, like, broing off each other. That's kind of funny. See? And that's just one small bit of it. We also got Hannibal Burris is in there. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, yes. Is going to be Baxter Stockman Uh as the mad scientist, I think, is the main bad guy in Mutant Mayhem coming up. That's great. I think that's wonderful mm-hmm. because Baxter Stockman was always the like the the Doc Brown of mad scientist, you know, like crazy and over the top. And, and that guy's everywhere now. I, the reason I bring it up is cuz it leads into one more tie in Giancarlo is also in a deal to be in a universal monster movie. Oh. But that is pretty much all the details I can give oh. you. We don't know if he's going to be a monster? We don't know if it's going to be all the monsters, and he's fighting them as like a priest, mm. wise man, mm. soldier. Well, he would be a great Dracula. Yes, for sure. he would also be a great Wolfman. Lon Chaney, like oh, he has too. the yeah. like tortured,
0: quiet. Yeah. He'd be a great anything. He's just great, <laughs> except for the Invisible Man. Don't make him <laughs> invisible.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's it. That is the B side to this news: is that Radio Silence is has a deal to bring back the Universal Classic Monsters.
0: Um, we talked about that a long time ago.
1: And it, it's not a thing that ever really goes away. Yeah. But I think this is in the one of the nerd alerts I mentioned in the past where it's like the official rights to the original monsters. When they tried to do it like in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. it was just like we can we have the name, but we have to go around the actual stories. Like we can allude to them, but we have to make it different. These are more like we have access to the original things. Mm. But they haven't said any details yet, just that Giancarlo's involved with uh, Melissa Barrera, Alicia Weir, Dan Stevens, uh, Mm. Kevin Durand, Catherine Newton, Angus Cloud, and Will Catlett. Mm. It is going to be horror-themed, or at least uh, you know it is of the monster movie variety. They do say Mm -hmm. that. Not like it's going to be a slasher gore type thing. And then
0: we need to figure out, once those are successful, we need to figure out what comedy team is going to be the one that interacts with them. Abbott and Costello. And I say it should be us.
1: <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like it. Can
0: you do like a <laughs> See, i would be Yeah, I'll, I'll be Abbott. Let's I can do be it. a good straight man, I think. I like it. Mhm.
1: I could be a Costello.
0: Yeah. I'll take your hat off and hit you with it when <laughs> you get into Get a hold of yourself. I'm
1: too emotional. <laughs> Hey, it. bet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but that's all the stuff that I really, really wanted to get out. The rest of the alerts, I will leave to chance and to you, Kevin. <gasps>
0: the die of destiny. The die oh, of decision. Bring out the die of destiny. Oh. <laughs> all right. Cue the duel of the fates. The die of decision. We have a D20. If you don't know what a D20 is, play Dungeons and Dragons. You <laughs> will learn quickly. <laughs> Search any Dungeons & Dragon media. Oh, my favorite number, 13. 13. Lucky number, 13. That is my lucky number. I get mad when buildings don't have it, but they do have it. 14's 13. <laughs> it's the old Mitch Hedberg joke. People that are on the 14th floor,
1: you know what floor you're really staying on. <laughs> uh, number 13, Andy Circus has just released oh. his narrated version of The Cimmerillion. Really? Of Tolkien, Yes. Wow. Andy Serkis of Gollum fame. Yeah. And not only that, was so good at Gollum that he became second unit director for The Hobbit and mm. best friend to Peter Jackson and became involved with that whole world. He has... doesn't read it as Gollum, does he? <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> but he has read The Hobbit. He has read The Lord of the Rings as like sort of fan versions of them. Yeah. But this is officially, I don't think there's an actual audio book. Specifically recorded of the Cimmerillion. There might be a radio programming of it, mm-hmm. but this is the first time it's an audiobook and it's Andy Serkis. That's cool. And a direct quote from him is that he says, The Cimmerillion was always going to be a hard mountain to climb and therefore yeah. perhaps the most rewarding. I was seriously daunted. Whereas the narrative structure and characters of both The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings provide the narrator with an immense propulsion, mm-hmm. Cimmerillion is the reading of an extraordinary ancient Bible with mm-hmm. its own yeah. creation mythology spanning many ages written yeah. over many years. But once in the flow of Tolkien's poetic imagination and limitless authority of his universe, there are passages that I found myself completely mesmerized by, as I was reading, and it became a thrillingly wild and magical experience.
0: Mm. I can only hope the listener feels the
1: same way. Oh, yeah. So it's him reading
0: Tolkien poetry. I think I might. One of my one of my sons said, "Hey, should I read the Simarillion?" And I said, "Do you like the Old Testament?" Because <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Yes. But since there's this version available, that sounds like a good way to do it instead of having to read it.
1: Yeah. And then watching him in Mando when he showed up and that so voice, I, like he could read me any book. But the mm-hmm. fact that it's Tolkien is absolutely fitting. And yeah. it made me realize, like him and Mando made me realize any more Andy Circus in my life. So yeah, as the audio book of the book I've never been able to crack. Maybe this is the way I get into it and just let it wash over me. Right.
0: Yeah. I've never been able to crack it either. I've read parts, bits of it here and there. Back in my high school Dungeons and Dragons days. Yeah, I had a uh a friend who was like super into Tolkien. Yes. And he basically like was like, read this passage, read this passage. He like gave me a few specific ones to read nice. that helped with Lord of the Rings, basically. Or yes. or not help with uh Enhance, yeah, yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings. So I've read those, but some of it's like is almost like the begots,
1: exactly. Begat, 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 and Saruman begat Saruman and begat yeah. Saruman. And no, just kidding. No, <laughs> oh, but it absolutely is that do- the only person I believe that has re- that actually read the Cimmerillion like cover to cover is Stephen Colbert. That's the only yeah. person I be- that would take their
0: word for it. Oh. Huh.
1: Everybody else, yeah, i like, he, he
0: is a huge Love the Rings guy.
1: And he, like, yeah. he can quote that creation myth. Right. Like, he knows the players in right. that play. Uh-huh. So that's who I believe. Anybody else mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I read it. I'm like, uh, okay. I don't know enough to test you.
0: You're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, it's, it, it's... Just kidding. Don't test people. That's mean. <laughs> it, it's kind of funny, too. I hope this isn't too controversial for the pod, but it's funny to me because stuff like that, like I saw a thing on the internet that said, if archaeologists discover disney world they'll think it's this mouse worshiping kingdom <laughs> you know and it's it's things like that where yes. people are like there's this whole religion yeah and you know it's like it's a story so then it makes you like think of like actual religion be like was that just some kind of awesome story that everyone really loved a lot are you saying that the aliens when they came here before man they had a <laughs>
1: theme park and we discovered yeah, maybe
0: it? okay yeah it's called yeah did i say that i don't know
1: quetzalcoatl sure I'm rolling the dice! Twenty uh, critical success.
0: Not twenty, my friends. I think that just means I got to read the coolest one in here. Yeah, but we'll see. Let me see what number twenty is. is. You should have made it an awesome one. I should have critical <laughs> success. <laughs> oh, to hit armor class zero. Yes. Well, it's
1: a critical success, and because it's silly and weird and on brand for this podcast. Oh yeah. McDonald's just dropped a new Game Boy game. What? Yeah. Wait. McDonald's, the hamburger franchise, over mm-hmm. 85 bajillion hamburgers sold. Does after have to do with
0: Grimace's birthday? Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. The game Boy. The game is called Grimace's birthday. Oh, yeah. And it is actually a brand new, like coded specifically for this Game Boy game that runs on Game Boy hardware, or you can go download it as a ROM and play it on your PC if you'd like as well. Wow. But yeah, if you have... Wait, are Game Boys? Wait. They're, they, they exist... They exist. They're alive. Well, yeah we we know the Dallas
0: Retro Gamers guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know they.
1: But I also know because I've unfortunately discovered this rabbit hole and got bit. There's people that take old Game Boys or just uh, modern casings and do like mod the hardware. So mm-hmm. it's just updating the internals while keeping the externals the same. Ah. But it
0: like it's a retro mod
1: exactly. And there's people that are actually creating Game Boy games just as fans. Mm. And they're actually as good as like old Game Boy games. Yeah. So there is a world of new wow. Game Boy games out that's there. that's crazy. And I thought that was the end of it. I was like, oh yeah, nerds doing nerd things. That's wonderful. I love it. Keep Game Boy alive. But then McDonald's is like, hey, we dropped a Game Boy game. And I was like, I, I, did my internet like go back in time? Did I make a time travel machine? Because <laughs>
0: this is a headline from at the 2000s at the latest. Yeah, you know, well here's the thing. I'm an 80s kid. Well, I'm not. Sometimes people are like I'm an 80s kid cuz they were they were born in the 80s. That yeah. doesn't make you an 80s kid. Yes. To, to me an 80s kid means I was a kid in the 80s. And so that's when this, it was washing over me. <laughs> cuz I don't want to say I'm a 70s kid cuz I barely remember the 70s. No, that's your developmental yeah. kid years. Yeah. yeah. So but You know, McDonald's was a big player back in the the day. Happy Meals were a big player back in the day. And I remember lamenting. There was some headline where it's like, McDonald's is getting rid of everyone but Ronald McDonald. Yeah, um, because some group is like, you're making your bad food appealing to kids, and that's why America's fat. Yeah, and it's like, boo! <laughs> I say boo! I say boo to you. Yes, I say boo hiss to you because I love those. I love the Saturday morning commercials. They had like these cereal commercials where like Bam, a storyline was Bam. happening. Yeah, yeah, and Mayor McCheese that's and, it. and Grimace was always the best. He's this big, giant, purple
1: blob guy what do you think that's the the eternal this could go nerd debates almost what do you think grimace is because there's a couple theories but no outright answers well well, first
0: of all i know a grimace is like a like a a smile frown yeah about smile frown yeah and i i never really considered what grimace just was He He just was. That counts as a theory. Grimace just is. Yes. Grimace Grimace is
1: a purple blob.
0: Grimace is a Grimace.
1: That's it. He's a Grimace. He is a Grimace. He is his own thing. Yeah. He's living his truth. He is a blob.
0: It's like, what's Yoda? Yeah. Yoda's just a Yoda.
1: (laughs) No, we're going to find that out. I know. They're going to. Give it an answer. He's a Mitochlorian. No, no, wait, no. (laughs) Grimace, the other two theories is that he is a taste bud or the essence of
0: a milkshake. Is that what taste buds look like? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> is, stick out my tongue. It's a taste bud. First of all, what would wh- make you? Why, why? Why are taste buds? Pur- why is your is your tongue actually purple? Giraffes are. So mm, I know that much. Giraffes' tongues are purple. Are purple? Okay. If a, they weren't, they'd get sunburned.
1: The giraffe. End effect. The giraffe's taste bud. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I don't know if taste buds are purple,
0: but. Grimace, you the grimace essence after a taste. of
1: a shake, milkshake.
0: Yes. What? That would not make any sense. He's, I know they. He's just, the blob of shake in the cup. Though they did make a, a grimace milkshake for this uh, birthday party, and yeah. it's a it's a vanilla shake with this purple gloop on the bottom. <laughs> purple blob. It's yeah. grim. It's
1: parts of grimace. <laughs> oh, the <no>. Soylent grimace.
0: <laughs> Soylent purple. purple. <laughs>
1: I, I mean, I don't know that that's the answers I was given taste bud milkshake or just a sentient blob.
0: He's just great because he's like the perfect. He's like a huggable mascot, that's it. you know, is like the mascot for a sports team or something. But that's it. I used to love grimace. I even remember. Do you were you around when like we're introducing a new character and they introduced that chicken girl? Yeah, I his like daughter or niece or whatever. Yeah. It was like when the McNuggets came out, maybe? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember why. I just remember being excited that there's a new character added to the Pantheon. <laughs> but then I'm just glad they're acknowledging the existence of Grimace. Yes. And I'm hoping that they start bringing these characters back because the Happy Meals from when my kids were kids, I remember the Happy Meals were like, they're all marketed. It was like, about like the latest kids movie out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and but back in my day, the Happy Meal was all about the pantheon of characters from McDonald's. Or food that changed shapes into different characters and stuff right. like
1: that. Yeah, it was McDonald's universe. Mm-hmm. It was an avatar, the latest McDonald's toy. Mm-hmm. The straw of water. <laughs> and, now,
0: now, and now I will say McDonald's is terrible for you, but... What's I, your go-to McDonald's? But as, as a kid, <laughs> as a... As a kid. And it was one of the my, my grandfather, when my grandfather would be over, like my parents would go out and leave me with my grandpa, and I didn't know who was watching who. Mm-hmm. Cause like <laughs> I was like, you know, 13 and he was an old man. It was a mutual benefit And yeah. he didn't talk much, but I remember he'd be like, he didn't cook cause he was an old guy and yep. his wife always cooked for him. And I remember he'd be like, I'll go to McDonald's. Yep. And we'd get in the car and go to McDonald's. That's it. And we'd get McDonald's food. And then at the end, he'd be like, I want to get a Sunday? <laughs> then he'd give me the money to go buy a Sunday. There you go. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think that back in the day when I used to eat like that, I think I'd do the the Big Mac.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'd get the apple pie. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I, I
1: if it's a crazy day and I know I'm going to McDonald's, it used to be like two of the the single cheeseburgers. Two of the dollar cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. Six-piece McNugget and some fries. Oh, right, yeah. And then all the sauces because that's the best
0: part. I remember there used to be a thing, like a, a rhyme. Two all-beef patty, no, patty special that, sauce. That <laughs> no, the uh, Big Mac chocolate shake large fry apple pie.
1: Big Mac chocolate shake, large fry, apple pie.
0: Okay. Now that's probably like two days worth of calories right there. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's sustenance. But I know, but I know I had ordered that before (laughs) because I know that rhyme.
1: (laughs) That was a song for it. It's like, sir, what would you like to order? Well, yeah. I love it. That's wonderful. But anyway, go play this Game Boy game that McDonald's put out because it's 2023 and there are no rules anymore. What is it? Do you know anything about what it does? It's a lot of fun. Uh, you have to. Oh, you played it? I have. Oh, I do have. The tell old, me more. Uh, I do have the access to the old ROMs. Um, so there are old Game Boy games. They tried to put Tony Hawk on Game Boy to mm-hmm. a partial effect. It worked all right, but Game Boy is rather limited. You got two buttons and a D pad. Yeah. But it's the same sort of mechanics and reskin to be Grimace. So Grimace rides his skateboard because he had that as a character. Uh-huh. Um, and he's hunting down milkshakes, oh, another yeah. part of the Grimace lore, to get somebody. I didn't go through it, but he, you know, he's on an event to help Mayor McCheese do something. And the hamburger, like all the cast of characters mm. are there. But it's him skating around collecting milkshakes on a, a platformer, essentially. Mm. Pretty silly looking. But the graphics are all like modern pixel art. It doesn't look old or ratty. It's just like, we made a new game. Here. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: That's hilarious. I love it.
1: <laughs> uh, and that'll lead me into, before you roll again, this will actually just transition into a couple other notes I had because video game movies, that's a topic on here. Yeah. I wanted to bring this up just as an, uh, I had a thought experiment. Okay. Super Mario Brothers just came out to relatively good success, Yeah, it I did. Would say. It did. So that goes in the column of video game movies that work.
0: Uh-huh. Last of Us now. Yeah. uh uh-huh. hmm
1: Wreck It Ralph, yay or nay? As I like
0: Wreck It Ralph. I, I I know you
1: like it. My question is, does it count as video game media done uh, correctly?
0: Well, anyway. <laughs> well, it's not really. It's not based on a real game. True, and it just—I mean—it has like video game stuff appears in it, but it's not. No, it'd be like calling that. That Pixels movie, a video game movie. Fair enough. I mean, yes, it's a video game movie, but it's not a mm-hmm. video game movie.
1: That's why I had it in my notes. That was yeah. my debate I had with myself, and you helped clarify.
0: Yeah. I like it. But yeah, go watch Wreck It Ralph. It's Said great. the same thing twice. That's it's a video game movie, but it's not a video. <laughs> you know what we mean? Yeah. You can love your pets, you just can't love your pets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. And that tied into Ooh. my last video uh, game media uh, nerd uh, alerts. It's all sort of in the same category here. But they're making more Sonic the Hedgehog, which I love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, maybe a soft spot in my heart. But they made two movies. They're both enjoyable.
0: Mm-hmm. I, a movie they had to fix because of Outcry. That's so interesting to me.
1: That's one of the reasons I think I love it so much, because I will always remember that meta aspect to it, that this was an example of... Fans rallying up to make a change, and it just immediately like improved everything across mm-hmm. the board. Interesting. Like I, I think that movie was destined to be a failure until people were like, Sonic needs to look like this, and they were like, Okay, we made Sonic look like this, and everybody was like, Cool, and they all shook hands and watched the movie, oh. and yeah, neat. And that's neat. And so they had two movies, but now they're doing a series. Uh, except they're doing a Sonic a, series, a, a Sonic series. Oh, with the protagonist being Knuckles, who we all know. If you play mm-hmm. Sonic, you've yeah. seen Knuckles. So Evil Sonic. It's not going to be Sonic is the main, but everybody's still coming back. Uh, they're also adding people. And here are the people they're adding to Knuckles the TV show. It's a live-action Sonic, just like the movies they put out. Uh, Carrie Elwis, Stalker oh. Channing, Christopher oh. Lloyd, Whoa. Paul Shear, and Rob Hubel. Oh, wow. Alongside Idris Elba, maybe what? Jim Carrey. Yeah. Idris Elba is the voice of Knuckles. Oh. <laughs> and he will be doing the voice of Knuckles oh, for the series. That's crazy. They haven't said uh, Adam Pally is in there as well, Eddie Pearson, uh, Scott Muscuti, Ellie Taylor. There's a a whole bunch of names in here, and other than the people, like, names you would recognize from the first properties, they haven't revealed the character details of who all the new people are going to be just yet. Mm. But I brought that up because I think Sonic might be in consideration for video game media that works.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I was was also (laughs) thinking Wreck-It Ralph, sorry. Quick question. Yes. Jim Carrey. Are there two of him? Because... (laughs) Sometimes I see these interviews with Jim Carrey and he's like, I'm done with Hollywood. I'm only painting now. Yes. And then he's in Sonic movies, which are like the broadest, like yes. most Hollywood thing ever. Yes. So it's, it, I sit there and go, are you done with Hollywood or <laughs> what? It's confusing to me. It makes me think that there's two people.
1: I And if you look at his. as uh filmography there are almost two people like he does big budget Hollywood stuff and then he does weird like yeah why did you sign up for this yeah I can't yeah the, his whole like life story there's a yeah. it, it, whole stuff out there and it's it is engaging to hear him speak
0: because Great. I love the guy I'm mean, this is no shade against yeah, oh, yeah, him yeah 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 and I'm not trying to like call him out like I thought you quit but it, it's he, he'll give these interviews where he seems like he's kind of done with it but then at the same time, he's doing it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> to put ourselves in that position a little bit. But it, uh, from the interviews I have listened to, it does seem like he, there was some trauma or event that happened. And now yeah. he's very much uh, actively and intentionally positive. Yeah. Like what we're yeah. doing on the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like he's right. putting energy
0: into joy. So I wonder if that was the turn. Maybe I was seeing older stuff and then he had a turn and now he's like, well, this is fun. So let's just do it because it's fun.
1: Or, and like you're saying, he's definitely done with Hollywood and that like, I don't care about the, the money or the paperwork yeah. or the playing the game, Yeah, the, but you want those... me to come be silly and make kids laugh? Yeah, that's true. I will always do that. Okay. Yeah. You know, cause like Ace Ventura, like, I don't know. Right. The mask. He Mm -hmm. loves the Grinch. He loves being silly. Yeah. Always. So I think as far as much as he's done with Hollywood, if he gets the chance, even if it's for a Sonic the Hedgehog video game movie, I think if he gets the chance to be silly and joyful, I think
0: he does Mm -hmm. consider that. Cool. Yeah. I just I I just always remember that that red carpet interview. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're like talking about like icons or idols and he's like, this is dumb, you know. (laughs) And the, the 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 poor the poor former beauty queen is like I don't know how to handle this. Yes. I didn't have training for this. <laughs> this wasn't in the book. <laughs> <button.">
1: <laughs> no, absolutely, because that's what he seems to have leaned into is just like sort of sincerity and authenticity, right? And his paintings look cool as hell. They do. That is a nerd little yeah. like bucket list. Like to have a Jim Carrey painting would mm. be neat. I don't know. I'd be almost like having an Andy Warhol for that time period, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I wonder how much a Jim Carrey painting goes for. That's oh, what I wow. haven't looked up. Mm. But if he's making $20 million a movie, I yeah. can only imagine how much his paintings are. Uh, give me one last dice roll to one see what we're going out on.
0: deciding die roll is a 11. Two ones next to each other. Parallel. Ooh, I like it. An 11-11 on the clock. That's elephants and peanut butter. Elephants and
1: peanut butter. Yeah. Does that not ring a... Is, that might be a regional thing. Mm. It might be a family
0: thing for me. Oh, no, I but, know that 11-11 is supposed to be lucky.
1: Yeah, on the clock. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the only time that four numbers show up... All all four numbers show up the same. Uh-huh. Uh, for my family, I always called it Elephants peanut butter. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's a family thing now or I'm weird and I'm just learning that I'm the only person
0: that called unless that that. Use, or... Unless you use military time, then 22-22 is the thing. There you go. But,
1: but I I never <laughs> signed up for the military. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell time. Now you're just pointing it out and making me feel better. No. <laughs> it is right, though. 22-22. That's double elephants and double peanut butter. I don't know. Elephants <laughs> and peanut butter. Number 11 on my nerd alerts is Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh. They had an emergency meeting with Warner CEO David Zaslav mm-hmm. because TCM, Turner Classic Movies, was about to not exist anymore. Oh, yes. It was about to just... Everybody said, "Nope, we don't want it. It can go away," and it was about to just disappear to time.
0: I saw tweets and Instagrams blowing up from like major celebrities. Yep. about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I I, rem- I even remember like I saw something from Ryan Reynolds. I believe it. Like he did a he did like a an Instagram story where he was like, "Hey man, this is like an archive of some of the greatest movies ever."
1: That's exactly what it is. The official statement from the the huge, heavy-hitting names that I just read out is that uh, Turner Classic Movies has always been more than just a channel. It's truly a precious resource of cinema. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And while it has never been a financial juggernaut, it's always been a profitable endeavor since its inception. They basically go on to say that all of them agreed to sort of pitch in and help out to make sure that uh, the rights are maintained and that the funding is received for it. Oh, wow. But I just love it because Scorsese says it this way. It's like, when. why does he care so much about TCM? He's like, I have it on in the background all the time. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm working, that's what's on. He says, it gives me something to turn on, to bounce off of, to rest in, to reinvigorate my thinking. Just glancing at some image or combination of images at a certain moment, says he tells the LA Times, it's more like a presence in a room, a reminder of film history as a living, ongoing entity. Mm-hmm. All that for, like, uh, it's a silly movie channel, but I love yeah. that he has a similar sort of love that I have for it.
0: Is it only on cable?
1: I believe so. So I,
0: they don't have an app or a streaming thing. Huh? They
1: don't. They abs- they don't have an app or a streaming platform. Oh, okay. I think you can access, like, you can watch stuff on the website, but they don't actually have like a a platform. That might for be it.
0: part of the issue. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Because it is a subsidiary of a subsidiary of right. the Warner Group, right? And it was really just like nobody wanted to maintain rights, and it was just going to go in passing like just unnoticed until it's, <laughs> Spielberg Scorsese and Paul Thomas Anderson like nope we love movies too much this can't die that's
0: that's pretty awesome it I mean, really is like I don't I don't have cable anymore mm-hmm. but I remember I used to head over there sometimes to see what. like I would not have seen the Maltese Falcon oh, yeah. if it wasn't for Turner Classic Movies I would not have seen um Rear Window yeah all the old, um, all the old Hitchcocks yeah there's a lot of Classic American cinema that I would not have seen if it wasn't on Turner Classic Movies.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of times that like one of my favorite ways to describe a movie is like the perfect Saturday afternoon movie. And the reason I know a lot of those is because I was watching it
0: Saturday afternoon on Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, you know, you know whatever you, was just rolling. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The the uh, when I think about it now, that channel did have a big impact on my life because mm-hmm. I used to watch a lot of TV and I was always intrigued by like Nick at night, those shows that were old. And then Turner classic movie had those movies that were old. Yeah. And I mean, there's stuff that I've seen. Like when I start thinking like, how, how did I see that? And it had to be Turner classic (laughs) movies. Like, Some of those Frank Sinatra movie where he's like a sailor, yeah, yeah. That's a, well, I don't even know what I don't even know what movie it was, but you're just sitting there going like, oh look, there's Frank Sinatra, yeah. and he's dressed like a sailor. I mean, every, I'm every watch this every
1: once in a while you do get stuck with like an Elvis blue Hawaii or whatever yeah, it yeah. is, but yeah, that it has its
0: place though. It
1: does, yeah. and even still, flipping through you'd see it and it looks old, but it still looks cool, and you're like. Mm-hmm. if they're showing it now like this looks old and they're showing it today it must be important was kind of how it tricked me into it it's like why is this on tv this must be old movies that i and missed you know when really it's like stuff they had the rights to right. that might have been b-movie at the time yeah. but
0: whatever there's an elvis there's an elvis western because <laughs> he's elvis he didn't change his hair yeah so he has that like greaser hair and he's in the whole west <laughs> It's so funny to me. Thank you, partner. Thank well, you very much. No one else looks like that. But, <laughs> and they always find an excuse for him to do a song. There you go. I love it. I, I think Elvis movies are, are great in their <laughs> own way.
1: They, they do have, uh, they, yeah, like you said, there's a time and a place yeah. for him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate it. But, hey, this is a heads up to nerds, and that's the final nerd alert just to say... Uh, old cinema is in danger of disappearing the more we get digital and AI and robots and blah 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 and things like this make you, you know, always got to appreciate old film and stuff. Yeah,
0: for sure. But that is it. That is the end of my nerd alert. Oh, the nerd alert feed is closing down. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm melting. It's so hot. <laughs> out. Close up the uh, satellite dish and uh, I'm going back in the fridge. He's <laughs> <my> going... <laughs> When you're in there, tell me if the light stays on or turn how the light turns off and on. Okay. <laughs> I always like to think it was a penguin, a little penguin that came out of a door. I like it. Not off.
1: like a little like uh, anthropomorphic ice cube or something? No.
0: it wasn't. That was in a cartoon. Once, uh, I like the, it. The penguin that came and turned the light out. Chili Willie? Maybe. <laughs> My name is Chili
1: Willy. <laughs> <laughs> I control their fridge light.
0: No. I used to know the Chili Willy's. Chili Willy's I, awesome. I know. At one point, he he goes, ah, he chew. He like sneezes for his <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cold. Why would a why would a penguin sneeze with a cold? Because it's character, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys. Well, first, all, we want to thank Mikey for doing the nerd alerts. Yeah, yeah. And well, we also want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you uh, want to hit us up on our social medias and let us know what you think, what do you have any nerd news you want us to cover? Let us know, and we'll talk about it. You can hit us up on all our social medias at Assuming Pod, that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh you can also Gmail us, assumingpositions at gmail.com. Uh, dot dot com. Every week I say, Mike Hey! 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 Get out of the fridge and tell the positrons <laughs> how you want them to format the Gmail they send us.
1: Oh, oh g- 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 gang, 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 gang. <laughs> Here's how you know. Uh, did you I just didn't... see a monster? No, I'm I'm really yes, I did. <laughs> Here, I have the perfect idea. Write me your message in the Navi avatar language. Oh, yeah, I'm right. If it's really that popular, there's at least a bunch Uh, of you that know it. So (laughs) you Sir Bass Klingon nerds, there are now avatar speakers Uh, out there. I know you're out there. You must be out there. How does it survive? (laughs) Write me an email, email
0: in Navi language, please. That's perfect. Uh, if you guys like what we're doing here and want to support positivity and fandom, uh, you can buy us a coffee. Go to com slash assumingpod and uh, you can buy us some coffee. Yeah. Because we are powered by coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. You're the best Positrons ever. We also want to thank that guy, Brad, for doing our announcing Not Scott Productions for our equipment and Jazz for our music. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Please stay cool if you're in the American South. Yeah. Maybe you should just go north like
1: watch out for fireworks happy july
0: boom